In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, the guys talk about the integration of technology in education and bringing back that joy in learning. Music from the Shane Howard Band and the Google Tip of the Week and more. That's up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Hope you guys are having a wonderful uh, afternoon or morning or evening, depending on when you're listening. So yeah. Hope you're having a great day. I hope you're listening today, right now. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. <laughs> oh, caught up in that one, aren't we? <laughs> we go. It's going to be one of those shows, people. Ah, there, oh. there are more and more of those as we go. Glory days. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hey, listen, catch us on the web at Twitter, twitter.com slash edutechguys. You can also find us at www.edutechguys.com. Hey, you can go out to Google. You can type in edutechguys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S, and I promise you're going to find us because we're lurking out there in those ones and zeros on the web. We are lurking between the ones and the zeros. With the good edutech goodness and all the fun. That's right. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. Check us out on Facebook, and don't forget, you can always find our show on iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. We're out there. We are out there. So, yeah, SoundCloud.com. We are way out there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we are way out there. <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash guys. So, we're deep in the heart of school now. Everybody's out there doing their thing. They're excited. School's exciting. Lots of good stuff going on out there. So, we were talking the other day at lunch. You okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We were talking the other day at lunch, and we were talking about um, uh, joy, you know, happiness, and you know, what that what that means. And and there, it was really funny. Isn't the word joy kind of a word you don't use a lot anymore? Think about it. Yeah, you, know, you, you hear right. it, you hear it in say a sermon, or you hear joy in some way, right. but you don't really hear the word joy a lot. Yeah. And it's, so, what's the difference in joy and happiness? You know, oh, I, that's that is the big that's that is the big conversation yeah but we won't get into that oh. but, yeah, but you that's know, what you were going <laughs> all right we've always heard the joy of learning and that's true you know that that we we all have it whatever it is we learned you know <laughs> nowadays it's a kid sitting in front of an xbox and that kid uh learns a new move or kills 12 people or whatever it is <laughs> and that joy that child has in it's not what your kids are doing these days dad i learned how to transport <laughs> to the other planet and kill 50 bad monsters <laughs> Oh, the joy of learning is great, son. That's, That's a good right. one. Good for you. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's interesting. I remember growing up, and when you'd have that one thing you really liked, and you'd do it, say, it's, you, so look at now programming, and, you know, and you, oh, I just cannot get that background to stay blue. What am I doing wrong? You know, the other day, I have to tell this story. The other day, I was on a, on a site setting up a new account, and I'm, I'm putting everything in, right? I'm, 
and it keeps coming back and going, it doesn't matter. This is the wrong stuff. You know, you're, and I was like, Whoa, and it would it would delete everything on the page. Oh yes. And I'm like, oh, what is going on? I know it's the right account number. I know it's this. What's going on? And I looked down and. And I read the instructions that uh, your username must have a special character in it. <laughs> Freaking fracking, firecracking. You know, and so <laughs> the moment I put a special character in, I guess what? It works. But I will tell you, the joy I felt <laughs> and getting to that point was phenomenal. Yes. You know what? I mean, I was like, yay for me. Yes, and, yes. And I actually remember going, yes. And my wife and daughter went, what is it? Did something great? No, I, I, I read I, the instructions. I set up an account on the internet. <laughs> I am so awesome. Uh, that's great, honey. Here's a cookie. <laughs> but, you know, really, the joy in learning. And it, it, I think we're at the point now. Wh- what do you, when do you think about joy in learning? What, what, what does that bring to mind for you? Well, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I'm dun, thinking, dun, dun. I, I think about not only... Um, to me, that's a very broad, big topic um, because it's not just the joy of, you know, we talk a lot of education, K-12 uh, technology, that type of stuff. So, you know, that's kind of where my mind first goes naturally is, and, and I look at my, my daughter who's in high school and my son who uh, is, you know, college age, and, and I think about, and, you know, I think about their joy of learning is, do they have joy in learning? And for me, joy in learning is when you find something that either you're really, really interested in and you know either nothing about it or just enough to be dangerous, but you want to learn more so that you have more knowledge about whatever that particular thing is, or, or maybe not or, and, or, I don't know, one of the two, however you want to word that. Um, for me, it can also be I have a problem I need to solve, and it, it requires me to learn whatever it is I have to learn in order to put the pieces together so that kind of like w- when you succeeded in, in finally, you know, getting in, you're like, oh, yes, I got this. Here it is. I, I, and I think it's it's not just that eureka aha moment, but for me, it's also the the ability to recall. So it's not only, hey, I got this figured out. I know how to do this. Well, actually, that's actually not the same thing. Uh, you know, hey, I got this figured out. So, aha, yeah, that's cool. And there's joy in that. But then for me personally, anyway, the joy, the further, the actual joy is when I have to take that knowledge and apply it again. And I didn't have to do as much research. And then eventually I didn't have to research anything. I just, I know it now. Right. And that is, I'm like, oh, that is so cool. I think back to when um, I was working on um, various, I used to do uh, coding, for lack of a better word, but in um, with uh, ASP scripting for web pages. Right, right. And when I was first starting out, I knew nothing about that. So I would grab snippets here and grab snippets there and try to put the pieces and parts together to try to make it work. And and I mean, I, I can, even now I can remember, and it gets me just as excited, uh, I can remember when I got several pieces to all work together mm. or yeah. when, and for me, it was even, it, it was even beyond that. It was when I was able to make my own code right. and say, okay, I understand what this is doing. I don't have to 
I don't have to borrow code and manipulate it anymore. I can actually dev my own code to accomplish what I need to accomplish. And that's where I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is joy. And that's, so for me, it's, it's kind of that combination, right? It's the combination of learning the pieces and parts you need for the right here, right now. Yeah. But then the second part of that is the joy of knowing that if you came up to me and you asked me about it, I could show you that. Right, right. And, and it's that sharing. Yes. That's, yeah, that's a big part of that. And I think that's the big deal right there is the, is the sharing that you can do with your parents or do with your, your colleagues or your peers or, you know, other students in the classroom. I mean, that's, that's, to me, that's, that wraps up that joy. But I think that joy is, is a driving factor. You know, happiness is a driving factor, too, because, you know, happiness to achieve happiness seems like a really broad, like a really broad. I would achieve happiness. Well, you know, they can achieve happiness all kinds of ways. But, you know, joy drives individual things. You know, I get joy in a cup of coffee. I get joy in this. You think, you know, you see that. And And I don't know if we say things like I get, you know, happiness in a cup of coffee. You know, right. well, no, you, you get joy in having a cup of coffee. You get joy in eating a good meal. Yeah. You know, happiness is a warm puppy's nose. I don't know. You know, but I mean, <laughs> but, you know, so getting back to that, it's the it's the idea of the self, the intrinsic feeling, the intrinsic motivation of winning. And so what does that bring us to for the Edutech guys? Well, that, here's where it brings us to. The integration of technology right now in the classroom, social media, everything that's happening. We, we live in a really interesting world. The, 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 it's, we, social media has brought us to this playing field, this level playing field. You know, the, the Internet has brought us to a neat place that when you get to a point, you can share it with as many people that want to look at it. Sure. Oh, it's sure. not just on the refrigerator. It's not just in the hallway outside your classroom. It's now everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then the other side of that is, is that there's so much to bring joy to students in learning things. And these 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 companies and these services and these, these, these talented teachers keep coming up with more ways to use technology to pinpoint uh, specialized learning for every individual in their classroom. And I think that that's, that's a big deal to see joy coming back into learning. And, and we see it. You know, sure. We, we see these kids that are making, you know, uh, buncies. Right. Presentation after presentation. Sure. Are, are the ones that do their Flipgrid and make their videos and they're real excited about it. Yeah. And the joy they have in and sharing that is is massive, you know, and their joy for learning. And that just drives it. And I think what's interesting is they learn that that's just a, uh, a vehicle for that. That's all, right. you know, I'm, I'm not knocking them. I'm by no means my bad mouthing. They're phenomenal. But, you know, Buncey and Flipgrid and Crossbraining and all that, those are just vehicles. You know, a GoPro sure. camera, Padlet, you know, uh, Wii Video. Mm-hmm. I mean, any of that stuff. It's just a, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful vehicle for that person, that child, that student, that young adult to find that vehicle to make their, you know, to make their stand. And then that engages them in learning. And I think that that's the big difference is that, you know, something like flip video or we video cross braining, any of that kind of stuff, Kahoot, any of that stuff. Now it's not just about doing one thing. It's like, I got joy from learning this math problem. Well, now I can share the math problem. Then I can share my social studies. Then I can share my literature. Mm-hmm. I can share my spelling. I can share my science. And I can do videos on each one, or I can do a, a podcast on each one, or I can do a, a, a blog on each one. And that gets kids really excited, and the joy of learning is just growing exponentially. Yes. Well, and I, and I think the, the kind of the, the extension of that, uh, of, of not just sharing 
the what, you know, not just sharing this cool presentation you created or this cool video or this cool rap that you made that goes with the, 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 the totally ties into your understanding of a Shakespeare play or whatever it is that you've created, but through various media, whether it's podcasting, blogging, and I would, I would stick with those kind of as the big ones for where I'm going with this. You know, if you get the students to sit down and share the joy of learning, you know, their joy of what they learned in order to go through that process, in order to get to that product. Yeah. And I think that's where this all ties so beautifully together. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's exactly right. You know, and, and there's the interesting thing that you're all doing the right thing. You're all picking that, you know, piece, that platform to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that platform is, there's, there's so many of them. It, it's not just picking something like Flipgrid or Crossbrain. It can also be Edmodo. It could also be a class dojo or class, you know, class ninja or what are, there's right. so, you know, I mean, right. there's so many things out there that can bring these kids joy in learning because they're getting to share. Yes. And I think that's, that's it because the joy that you have can be intrinsic. It can be just motivated. Sure. Like, you know, I love to sit on the back porch and the cool of the night and have a little fire going. Wonderful. That's all I need. But a lot of joy comes from sharing with humanity. And, yeah. I, and I hate to be an Apple fanboy here. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily an Apple fanboy, but when they get back to Apple, just like yesterday, we David and I watched the you know some of the uh, the keynote, you right? Know, see what they're what new, you know, fantastic laser guns Apple was coming out with. And interestingly enough, you know, the, he started off with talking about what Steve Jobs felt about a, you know about you build something for humanity, and it's right. going to be and and that's true. And you can say anything you want to about Apple or about technology, but look at the role. Look what the iPhone did. Sure. And in well, you know, no, the iPhone changed the smartphone market. Right. Absolutely. It changed humanity. Mm -hmm. I, some will say for the worse, and sometimes it is. But it, it's like anything that exists. It can be used for good and evil. <laughs> well, exactly. And that's what and, and that goes for any of those vehicles, those tools that you've been mentioning the whole time. Um, there's a conversation going around social media now. Uh, around, um, I think it's Class Dojo, uh -huh. um, where it's getting a real bad rap. You know, uh, it's it's being used as discipline, and and the uh -huh. teachers are using it as a way to uh, shame certain students because of the points and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know what that means? That teacher's doing it wrong. Right. They're using it incorrectly. They have a hammer and they're trying to put a screw in a brick. Right. I mean, yeah, no, that's that is not the way that works. <laughs> it's not what it's for. That's not how you use it. And so I, I think that's where. Um, anything can be sure. misused. It makes me think of uh, the old Saturday Night Live skit with Dan Aykroyd and uh, Candace Bergen, I think maybe was who it was, and it's the toy company that made Bag of Glass. <laughs> you remember that yes. one? I mean, but you know, that's it. Right, it's but, like, yeah. you know, here's a bag of glass. I'm going out in the hall. You kids have fun. You right, know, yeah. I mean, you give anybody the wrong thing and you, right. and you don't have the supervision in, in front of it. But, you know, there's the thing. And, and, and that's the other interesting thing happening right now is that you, everyone has every educator in this on, the, on this planet has the opportunity to you know build off of it and mm -hmm. i made that statement to someone and they said well what about kids in the serengeti with no laptops i said but you know but the process is not just about technology anymore. no right i mean right let's take a look at kevin honeycutt we'll give him a big shout out here you know i mean he's he is teaching mathematics and science and spatial engineering using cardboard Right, exactly. You know, and he, he doesn't need, you know, that. I mean, if, if I see 
one, I've seen a million amazing young youth musicians who have made drum sets out of coffee cans and steel and rubber oh, yeah. and guitars out of anything yes. they can find. It exists. It's just that as educators, we have to plant that seed. Well, and, and I think that is a perfect lead-in to one of the things that's been kind of rattling in my brain since we started talking about this, and that is the educator side of this. You know, yes, the students have joy in learning or can have joy in learning if they're put in the right environment, and that environment is uh, nurtured and, and well, I'm, I hate to use the, the, the cliche example, but seriously, you know, if you, if you, if you water those plants, they're going to grow. If you reach out to those students and you're able to understand what gives them joy and then be able to take the whatever how whatever learning style for lack of a better word but whatever however they learn things whatever they like to do if you can tie that into what you're teaching and then give them the freedom to express their learning that gives them joy that's really what it's all about and so I, that's, I think that's one of the charges we have as educators with our students is we have to give up that sage on the stage that we know everything, that if you don't write your paper this particular way, you fail. Hmm. We, no, no, that, that's, you know, that's 1700s. That's no, right. we don't do that anymore. That's just, that's, that's not the way it is. If, if I'm in a class full of students, and some of my students do prefer to write a paper, great, that's your creative outlet, that's what gives you joy. If I've got a couple of students and they would like to demonstrate their knowledge, and remember, they're still demonstrating the knowledge, it's, we're not giving that up, but if their demonstration comes by way of a video that they like to make because they're into video editing and making videos, or if uh, several of them get together and they make a song because they like music and they wanna make music, or if they want to get into Google SketchUp and they do theirs in Google SketchUp or a, mil a million of the other tools that you've already mentioned, then we should, as educators, be open to that. Exactly. And say, here are the tools. All of these tools will eventually build the house, <clears throat> the house you want to build. I'm not going to tell you what kind of house to build. <laughs> now, I will tell you the house has to have you know, a kitchen and it's got to have a dining room and it's got to have this and this and this and it's got to be structurally sound. It's got to have the basis and I have to understand that you understand how this house works, but you're free to make it however you want to. Right. Well, and, and that's, I think it's really interesting. How many more second cities are going to be built? You know, how many more comedy troops? How many more, you know, groups are going to be built by allowing this to grow that in that way? Yeah. And, and, you know, and there's the interesting thing about, that joy, you know, let's put the social media element into it. Mm -hmm. And that's the really interesting part to me because of the way we can share at this point, you know, and, and that really opens the door to, you know, limitless possibilities. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, limitless possibilities of getting the word out there and building a community. And to me, that gets a kid to the point where social media feeds them in an educational content, and it lets them see all the opportunities that exist outside of their town, outside of their little small physical world. Yes. Social media, if used correctly in the classroom, can show them that this is what's going on. I think of Stoney um, Evans in, in the libraries in uh, Lakeside in Hot Springs. Yeah. I mean, they do tons and tons of Skype 
with co- with schools and, and other classes all over the world. Yes. And and you know, and now with virtual reality, we have the ability for these kids to take these trips to places that they can't physically take a trip to, which then opens up that idea of joy in travel and joy of I can work here, I can do this thing, and somebody's got to keep these generators at the Hoover Dam running. I mean, all kinds of really interesting things. So, you know, I, yeah, I know we've kind of run around this whole thing and talk about it, but I think that if you if you go into education and technology integration, and when we say technology integration, we mean the full gamut, everything from VR yeah. to social media to the net to everything you can think of, absolutely, 3D printing then if you go into it with trying to bring joy into the students, joy back back into learning, to have them experience joy in yeah. what they're doing, yeah. I think we could see a, a, something really interesting. It's, it's a lot like um, what's happening in Houston, and we're raising money for Houston and for Irma, for the victims of Irma and the victims of, of Harvey. Right. Um, you know, if for any other reason it gives you whatever you give, a dollar or a million dollars, if it brings you joy, mm-hmm. then it's a good thing. So, I mean, not trying to wrap this whole conversation up, yeah, but, but I mean, still, that's yeah. it. I mean, put joy back in learning. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Want to drop out and listen to I think it, I think it's a great place to take pause and bring in some tunes from the Shane Howard band, Rattlesnake Road, here on Edutech Guys.
Shane Howard Band. And that was not Rattlesnake Road. That was down this road from the album Rattlesnake Road. Really good band. Uh, good friend of uh, Kevin Honeycutt's. Yes, yes. Yeah, really good friend of Kevin Honeycutt's. In fact, Kevin plays with uh, the that band, the Shane Howard Band, when they're together at different Podstock and things like that. They do, and they actually have a they do a cover thing together. It's called Tweetwood Mac. Tweetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You want to see us live? Want to come hang out and sit in the hot seat and talk with us about education, ed tech, and all that good stuff? Then you can actually catch us coming up TCCA conference in Houston, Texas, October the seventh. You can also find us at AESA in San Antonio this year, November thirtieth through December second. And we'll also be in Orlando in January. That's January twenty third to the twenty sixth for Fetzy. 2018 going to be a good time to hang out with us and uh, talk to us, sit in the hot seat, talk about education and ed tech. And that brings us to, you know what time it is? Is it that time? It's that time. Oh, the Google tip of the week. <laughs> this week, David's got the Google tip of the week. Uh, David, you have the comm. Hey, I've got the comm. Um, <laughs> the comm. Uh, today, uh, I'm actually going to bring up something uh, that uh, came up in a conversation in one of the Google Plus groups that I was in. Uh, there was an educator asking about digital portfolios for his sixth grade students. And there were several suggestions in there um, about different places to store things like Seesaw and some other things. But uh, a lot of the responses came back. And, and one of the things that I had uh, also added to the mix was that if you're already a Google school, then you already have access to several tools that would be awesome for for storing your uh, students' digital portfolios. And so there was a kind of a conversation around that. So just real quickly, a couple of things you can do with Google. Um, one of the things that somebody else suggested was uh, they do theirs with Google Slides. And so what they do is they have their students, whatever their digital content is that the students are producing, they have them put it on each slide. And yeah. so each student ends up with a slide deck of their portfolio, that's their cool. creations, their, yeah. So I was like, that is very, very that's, cool. That's really cool. Uh, and then, and so one of the other things that kind of is an extension of that, um, let's say the student is, is, that part of their portfolio is actually a paper that they've written. Yeah. Well, what they do is they take a screenshot of the, of like the first page and shrink it down a little bit so that it's on a slide, but then they hot link that over to the actual Google Doc ah. of the paper that they created. So I was like, that's that's actually pretty kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Now, one of the things that that I suggested and, and the others, you know, were, were also in there suggesting was um, instead of just Google Slides, that why not set up Google Sites? Yeah, yeah. And then that way you have a much broader avenue for storing that content. You know, with Google Slides, you're you're limited, first of all, if you're only putting it on a slide. But then the other issue you have is, again, if, if you've got the Google Doc, so in the slide you have the picture and it links to a Google Doc that's over here, or if you, you, know, you put in a thumbnail of a video and when you click it, it goes to the video that's over here. Well, okay, why mess with all of that in Drive when you could just have a site dedicated for that student's portfolio information and call it good? And the advantage to a site over a Google Classroom, of course, is access. Uh, you know, with a Google site, you can open it up for wider access than if it were just in a locked Google Classroom. By the same token, if you're trying to keep it limited, then there's nothing wrong with setting up a Google Classroom where that student can put all of their portfolio, they can pull that all together, have their student portfolio uh, stored in that Google Classroom, and then when they get ready to leave, check it out to them and, you know, I need to transfer this to your external email. Click. There yeah, we go. That's beautiful. So there you go. 
And that's a Google tip of the week. There it is. Student portfolios using Google. Yeah. So don't forget to check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash guys. You can find all the links to everything we talk about here and more at twitter.com edutechguys. Also, check out Facebook. Hey, look us up on the web. You'll find us. Don't forget to visit our site, www.edutechguys.com. We will try as hard as we can to keep the content flowing and keep you entertained. Also remember soundcloud.com slash edutechguys. Listen to us anytime you want to. And don't forget to visit iTunes. Look up the Edutech Guys and rate us on there. Please be nice. <laughs> exactly. And if you would like to uh, sponsor Edutech Guys, let us know. Reach out to us at all of those places that uh, Jeff mentioned. We would love to be able to uh, promote and, and uh, discuss uh, your particular brand, your particular uh, uh, product, whatever it is you got going on, we would love to have you as a sponsor. Uh, and uh, we can talk about things like being a sponsor during our live conference coverages that Jeff had mentioned earlier. So reach out to us, edutechguys.com. That's right. That's right. Awesome. We're always in the big conferences. Hey, it's been a great show. We hope you've enjoyed it. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program for those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the Bee Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss. I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of High Performance Leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show. And we've had conversations with Baruti Kafele, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, new perspectives from authors you admire, and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to The Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.